0: And now you're saying, well, you know what? Primaries don't matter. I'm going to go vote in the general. That's the one that matters. By the time you get to the general, you got two bad candidates. So we continue to elect the same bad candidates who are in it for themselves, except in all this lobbyist money. They're not in it for you anymore. They're in it just to make the Leviathan get bigger and bigger and more powerful and more powerful until you can't stop them. And that's where we're at right now. Welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. And today we're talking about two of the nine circles of hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is not correct today. We are talking about the two-party system. Correct. Two of the nine circles of hell. Wait a minute. That is not <laughs> what we talked about in the beginning here. I'm pretty sure that's what it is, though. Pop quiz, hotshot. <sighs> okay, everyone out there at home, do you know uh, the Democrats and the Republicans have won every presidential election since... 1913. 1852. Jim, hmm. that's the last time someone who wasn't a Democrat or a Republican has won the presidential election. Now let's take it to control of Congress since. Hold on. So if it was in uh, 1852, mm-hmm. I'm going to say
0: Congress is probably a little different. I'm okay. there's still Whigs and Federalists and whatever. back okay. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to go with. 1892. 1856, just a mere four years later is all it took for Congress to be controlled by either a Democrat or Republican. And I'll tell you what, I guess we got to go all the way back to the beginning. Oh, right? Okay. We're to go all the way back to the beginning. Now, George Washington was unaffiliated, right? And from everything I'm reading, he was more of a federalist at the time, which was uh, what the second president was, if I'm not mistaken. Now, I'm, I'm reading this from the Library of Congress here where it says today's American is a multi-party system. The Democratic Party, the Republican Party are the most powerful. Yet other parties such as the Reform Party, Libertarian, Socialist, Natural Law, Constitution and Green Party can promote candidates in a presidential election. But they're all trash and you know it. Right. We're going to go over it a little bit later where they rank, but they're just trash. OK, so. We bring it back to the beginning. The founders had seen vicious fighting among political interests in Europe and wanted to avoid this in the new nation. As the framers of the Constitution, they were very concerned about not creating crippling dissension within our political system because they seen it happen in Europe. And they were like, we, we got to do better than that because they saw what it did. Right. So Ben Franklin took to the floor at the Constitutional Convention as a skeptic, and Franklin feared that the greed-driven competition for the presidency would divide the new American government into factions. And it sounds like he was pretty right. So at what point do the founders
0: come back from the dead, load their muskets, and
1: because this Wait a minute. Is certainly Wait a minute. cannot You're, be. Don't, don't jump ahead on me because they, they asked that question, right? <laughs> they did? They when did. they're going to come back they from the did. dead? No, right. not really. But oh. how, how would they feel looking back? Come on, let's get okay. to it. I want to get to zombie John Adams. He warned, right? This is Franklin. He warned, there are two passions which have a powerful influence on the affairs of men. These are the ambition of avarice, the love of power, and the love of money place before the eyes of such men a post of honor that shall be the same time a place of profit, and they will move heaven and earth to obtain both. That's, that's pretty strong, right? He's just saying it's not going to happen. You can't give them both. You can't have just one. You try to give them both and get out of the way because it's going to happen. That's how, that's how I'm reading it anyway. So then James Madison wanted to weigh in. And James Madison weighed in by saying that if it's unregulated. All civilized societies would be divided into different sects, factions, and interests of rich and poor, debtors and creditors, the inhabitants of this district or that district, the followers of this political leader or that political leader, the disciples of this religious sect or that religious sect. In all cases where a majority are united by a common interest or passion, the rights of the minority are in danger. Hmm. So just from the beginning, right? Ironically, political factions sprang up right away to support the Constitution and oppose it. By the presidential election of 1796, political parties were firmly in place in America. The Federalists followed Secretary of Treasury Alexander Hamilton. The Democratic Republicans, also called the Jeffersonians, followed Thomas Jefferson and James Madison, the very James Madison who earlier warned against factions. (laughs) Hypocrite. (laughs) and this is
0: where it started
1: sure well you gotta you gotta play the game you gotta get on board right So political parties and political um, policies by the parties changed over the decades. By the 20th century, the two dominant parties were the Democrats and the Republicans. And Roosevelt's sister, at, you know, she did a speech entitled Safeguard America. I am one who believes that the Republican Party and the Democratic Party have different ideas. And I believe that the issues of the two parties are not as blurred, as indistinguishable, as it's sometimes said to be the case. So she's Basically saying like, hey, you guys are kind of the same people, huh? You guys I'm hey, just trying to say, you guys are hey, going for the same shit here, huh? Uh,
0: I can't stop thinking about this. I can't stop thinking about how they were talking about us all being divided up into all these different subcategories back then. Right, right. And right now we're divided up into a bunch of subcategories.
1: Everything he said. Today. The party systems seem firmly entrenched. Some Americans might argue that there is no real difference between the ideals and political stances of today's parties. Other Americans routinely vote a party ticket in their belief that a particular political party will best represent their wishes for a governing nation. In light of the role played by today's political parties, do you think the founders' concerns about creating factions was warranted? So it depends where you go. I'm getting ready for
0: this. I found this list of, I guess, I don't know if they consider them the major parties or, or whatever. There's a whole lot, of, lot, lot more parties out there than just the Republicans and the Democrats. You've never heard of any of them because the system won't let you hear about any of them. Exactly. Right? You've heard about the Green Party every now and then Libertarians you hear about, but, but, but they always frame them to be crazy. In every election, they frame them to never have a chance, to always be crazy. Look, don't follow these guys. You're you're either an R or you're a D.
1: Or don't let them steal your vote because if you vote for this guy, you're taking votes away from that guy. If you vote for the guy that believes in the
0: Constitution, you're just wasting your vote. Just, you know what, vote for one of us. Neither one of us believe in the Constitution, but one of us is going to act like we do. So go ahead and vote for either the Republicans or the Democrats. So on this site, and I don't remember who it is, Dan, do you remember it?
1: Yeah, AASCU.org. Happened to be the American Association Mm of State Colleges and Universities. I don't know much
0: about them. I would assume that if they're an association of colleges and universities, they're probably leaning a little left. But they have a list here. (laughs) I know, I know. Damn you and your logic. So they have a list here of, they have the Constitution Party, and then they have the principles that they believe in. They have the Democratic Party, and they have the Republicans, they have Independents, they have Libertarians, they have a Reform Party. And it's funny to me because they say that the country is exceptional. That's what we believe. Okay, I believe that. I find that to be true as well.
1: Constitution should be honored, valued, and upheld. Okay, in theory. I haven't met one person from that side that was like, you know what, Constitution? Man, I can live without it. Mm, They may not say that, but
0: what they do... They just raised the debt ceiling again. What they do and what they say here are two different things. Okay, continue. They got leaders should serve the people, not special interests. Come on. Hypocrites. Go ahead. Hypocrites, right? They've got uh, families and communities should be strong and free from government intrusion. Okay. Hypocrites. Institution of traditional marriage is the foundation of society. No, mm, maybe give them that. Government should be smaller, smarter, more efficient. Healthcare decisions should be made by us and our doctors. Paychecks should not be wasted on poorly run government programs. What about semi-poorly run government programs? (laughs) What about anything the government touches a poorly run program? So anyway, they go through all this stuff. And a lot of what they have here is clearly hypocritical, right? Because you're looking at it and you know that, look, I mean, we see the Republicans in action, clearly hypocritical. But then they have the Democratic Party here. Okay, and this is what makes me think that they're probably a little liberal leaning because the Democratic Party, their platform is defending civil rights. Who can argue that, Dan? Nobody. Ensuring access to quality education. Nobody. Right. Transitioning to clean energy. I mean, that sounds good on paper, but. okay. ensuring access to quality education sounds good on paper, too, until you have to pay for it.
1: Yeah, but when we bring this back to the states and Ohio's paying for Ohio's education, hey, I'm we'll have all about that. A little that. bit better hand. All about we're going a little bit better idea what we're doing with it. They're going to protect the environment and fight global warming.
0: Who's not about protecting the environment? They're going to provide quality, affordable health care to all Americans. Comprehensive immigration reform. Comprehensive immigration reform. And by immigration reform, they mean let everybody in. And you know, that was just in the, uh, I, I digress here for a second, but the in infrastructure bill gave amnesty, temporary amnesty, 6.5 million illegals. That's an in infrastructure. So anyway, it goes on and on and on, but it clearly makes a democratic party seem like heroes, right? It, absolute heroes. You, you read the Republican ones and they make you think that they're all hypocrites. But they go on a couple more, and we could talk about these in a little bit here, you know, with the Green Party. Independent Party, which I never knew was a thing. I didn't know there was actually an independent party. I'm an independent. I don't subscribe to the Republicans or the Democrats. I'm an independent, but I didn't know there was an independent party. It's the Independent American Party. Uh, It might be. It's because you can find them at independentamericanparty.org. So that that, that may be. I've never heard of them before. Have you heard of them before you started researching this? No.
1: No. And... Independents—they're often a synonym for moderate or centrist or swing voter. They've done Pew polls about that, about which way independents lean, and and they're basically leaning the same way as the population is, as as far as how many Democrats and Republicans there are. Right? Do I have time? I know this is this is actually the Dan
0: show today because we're going to get into what you want to. Do. I can't tell. Well. I'm just saying, I just want to,
1: I'm still in the history and you've already squirreled your way into into the infrastructure bill. So when we get up to independent party, remind me, because I want to read this.
0: Okay. I I want to write that down. Okay. Don't let me forget this because I think I may actually join the independent party of America.
1: Well, you already are registered independent. Well, I'm
0: registered independent, but that's not a party. I mean, that's just, you know, Ohio is an open primary state. So as an independent, I can go vote in democratic primary if I want.
1: Well, if I'm a Republican and I walk in there, can I ask for a Democratic ticket and, and vote in the primary as a Democrat? Or do mm-hmm. I have do I have to be forced to take that other ticket? No,
0: no, no. You can, as an independent, you can request whatever. I Actually, not even as an independent. I think anybody, because it's an open primary state. Okay. So you can just walk in there and say, hey, okay. I, I want Democratic. And we
1: talked about that before, right? With, okay. With your plan. Yeah. <laughs> That was a good plan. It is a good plan. So George Washington was unaffiliated for party, right? Because he was the founder. They say he leaned Federalist, right? So the Federalists wanted a good relationship with Great Britain because they understood that trade still had to happen. They understood, you know, Federalists were for national banks. They were for tariffs. And the Democratic Republicans who, you know, basically took the third presidency after George Washington, it was John Adams who was a Federalist. And he had Thomas Jefferson as his vice. When Thomas Jefferson becomes president, he's a Democratic Republican, right? And they, and then when you have the Whig Party, you have to understand that the Whig Party is like a fraction of this party, but leaning more Democratic. So the Democrat Republicans, they were against federalist policies. And these people started as a, a faction in Congress that opposed centralizing policies of Alexander Hamilton, who was secretary of treasury. And they kind of came up from there. And they kind of had a hold on it for, you know, a good three, four, four presidencies as Democratic Republicans. You know, look, there's George Clinton. George Clinton has a VP. <laughs> Not that George Clinton, though. No. George Clinton, uh, <laughs> the VP in 1804 Oh, after uh, Aaron Burr uh, gave it up for Thomas Jefferson. Sorry, I just got sidetracked because I like, I like George Clinton and the P-Funk All-Stars. So after John Quincy Adams went from a Democratic Republican to a National Republican, that was just like a a, a hold my beer thing from what I'm reading, where he wanted to just kind of step away from them a little bit and do what he was doing as a National Republican. So the first one who shows up on the scene as a Democratic candidate is Andrew Jackson and then Martin Van Buren and then the Whig Party comes in and the Whig Party is like that sub- Democratic Republican, where they were they kind of leaning to the left and they want you know what they want and whatever. These Jeffersonian Democratic Republicans they were for a reduction in national debt and uh, government spending, uh, but then they also did the Louisiana Purchase, which probably cost us a lot of money but was a good, good purchase. I don't think it cost us a lot of money. Well, no, at the time. At the time, it was like seven million dollars—the best purchase ever made. I know, but I mean, if you went to a common person back then and was like seven million, they're like, "That's not a real number." <laughs> it was about 1824 when it finally became the Democrat Party, which we know it is, right? Yep. And then that Democrat Party slowly like uh, went down into the Southern states and became the Democratic Party that really fought Abe Lincoln hard on on making slavery illegal. Same Democratic Party. So that's the first time you see a Republican show up is Abe Lincoln. So you got your Republican and Democrat and it really just kind of flip-flops from there. There's Democrat and Republicans. I can I can sit here and scroll you right now from Abe Lincoln on up. There's no wigs in there, there's no there's no nothing. It just goes Democrat, Republican, 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 Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican. I can keep going all the way to current time. So right now in the country, Democrats have listed on their Democratic page 48 and a half million registered Democrats, while Republicans on their page have a number of 36 million. And that only represents 80 million people total, close to that. So third place. Who's in third place, Jim? Jim? I'm going to go with libertarians. Libertarians are in third place. All right. right, So their platform, let me read it real quick, just for people that don't understand who the
0: libertarians are. They believe in personal liberty. This is according to that AASCU
1: deal. They call it strong civil liberty.
0: Okay. Personal liberty. Individuals should be free to make choices for themselves and accept responsibilities for the consequences of the choices they make. Our support of an individual's right to make choices in life does not mean that we necessarily approve or disapprove of those choices. So they're saying, look, it might be right. It might be wrong. We don't care, but it's your choice. Does that sound familiar? Medical freedom. What's up, right? I don't care if you get the shot or you don't get the shot. What I care about is your freedom to choose whether or not you get the shot. Second, they believe in economic liberty. Libertarians want all members of society to have an abundant opportunity to achieve economic success. A free and competitive market allocates resources in the most efficient manner. What? You mean Hmm. government doesn't allocate resources in the most efficient manner? I'm pretty sure that if you let government just take over, like, the auto industry, everything would be fantastic. I think we would be okay. I would have to disagree with them here. (laughs) Um, The only... Where's my... There you go. All right. So the only proper role of government in the economic realm is to protect property rights, adjudicate disputes and provide a legal framework in which voluntary trade is protected. All efforts by government to redistribute wealth or to control or manage trade or are improper in a free society. And finally, they believe in securing liberty. The protection of individual rights is the only proper purpose of government. Government is constitutionally limited so as to prevent the infringement of individual rights by the government itself. The principle of non-initiation of force should guide the relationships between governments. So basically, libertarians believe government ought to be out of your business. Out of your way. Out of your way. You know (laughs) what? And, And out of your way to make bad decisions. If you choose to make bad decisions, you make bad decisions. But that is on you. That is not
1: on the government. You own it. They also want to stay out of other countries, right? Libertarians are like, do you? Yeah. us alone. Yep. Yep. And, I, and I, you know what? I'm
0: 100% on board with that, right? I don't know why or where we became the world policemen. I get it if we have interest. Like, you, you just can't allow some terrorist organization to go and control all the oil in the world. I understand we have to step in at that point. But things like Syria, that's not our problem, man. And I get it. It's a humanitarian crisis. But let's Syria deal with Syria, man. You don't have the number in front of you. How many libertarians are there registered? I would think the libertarians are kind of high. I would say that there's probably
1: north of probably north of 500,000. And that's true. There are 693,000. Thank you. Right. That's good. That's good. I don't, I didn't see him, you know, typing or moving, moving his mouth. So I nope, think, nope. think he, I think he got there. No, right? I did. I did. So, I didn't
0: look it up and there's, it's not on here.
1: It's everybody's on favorite here. libertarian as, as far as uh, voting was Gary Johnson. If you would like to know more about the libertarian party, it's www.lp.org. Okay. So Gary Johnson in 2012 was on every ballot for president except Michigan. Which you would think that they got a rule or something about it, or he didn't do. Maybe it was a paperwork issue. But if you're on the ballot in 49 states, they should go. They should go over to Michigan, knock on the door, and go. Listen, out of out of fairness, you should put this guy on the ballot. Okay, why didn't they? I, I, I didn't look into it. I just saw it. I was like, hmm. Well, no wonder his ass lost. Mm. Okay, so Gary Johnson 2012. Doesn't matter if you vote ballot, for him, right? was wasting your vote. In 2016, everyone who hunted. If you didn't show up to vote, if you voted because it's your civic duty and you voted for Gary Johnson, it's because you said Donald Trump ain't my guy and Hillary Clinton ain't my girl. Right. And you go, I voted for Gary Johnson and that got him 3% of the total vote. And I don't know what the number was. I I, I didn't look up what that number was and if that was enough to affect the election for a Hillary or whatever. But it's the same thing with Ross Perot. You know, Was Gary Johnson in on all the debates? <laughs>
0: hmm. It's, good. it's a good question. Uh, I can answer that. It was no. Oh, it was no? No. They were only letting the Republicans and the Democrats in.
1: That's right, because you have to poll at a certain amount before Correct. you can get there, and then they don't take the poll, so you don't qualify. Correct. I think that's how it works, right?
0: That, that's how they keep you out. That's how they keep you on the fringes and make everybody think you're crazy.
1: Right. So uh, there's a really good libertarian named Shane Hazel that's down south, and uh, I'm working on getting him, and we'll see. I think he's a little more than libertarian, to be honest. Well, either way, what is,
0: what, what does he consider himself? Libertarian? Does he? Mm-hmm. I want to definitely get him on the show. He's
1: wild. If you, no, no, I'm 100 on board you with follow him. Follow him on Twitter. But I he feel is like wild. he's
0: I feel like he's even more liberty than libertarian.
1: I get it, but maybe libertarian just lines up with with his ideals more. And also, you can't. You, it's impossible to run unaffiliated. People are, are 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 putting down the tickets so I mean, you bad. know what though, if you're running as a libertarian,
0: you might as well run unaffiliated. I get it. I mean, really, does it, it does it matter if you're not gonna declare yourself a Republican or a Democrat? And if you're not towing the line, you're not gonna be able to run as a Republican or a Democrat. Do you think Shane Hazel is that mm-hmm. his name? Do you think he's gonna be able to run as a Republican if he wanted to? Well, you know who does that? Bernie. Uh Bernie is Yeah, but
1: Bernie is Crazy progressive, but Bernie he is the new Democrat is an ind- is an independent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he caucuses with them. Right. So he's elected as an independent and caucuses with the Democrats. He was a Democratic Party member from 15 to 16 didn't make the nomination goes back to independent then 2019 and 2020 while running for president also gets robbed of the nomination. So if he would have he just, did. he did, if he would have just stayed an in independent and, and, and actually like ran as that third party, he had a backing, right. And if people had the opportunity, cause Gary Johnson was never going to steal, you know, even 10% of the 2016 or even the 2020 people would have been like, Hey, Here you go, Bernie. Here's your shot, huh? (laughs) And um, he didn't do it. He bowed out, you know. And he never even got a job in the administration like people that bow out get. And then
0: gave all the money. Remember that? He gave all the money that was donated to him to Hillary Clinton. And remember how mad all his followers were? I wasn't aware of of support. Oh, yeah, all of his supporters. You know, they were all against Hillary. They were all for Bernie. Then Bernie gets out, and then he gives all the money that they had donated to the Clinton campaign. It was fantastic. Wasted that money. Fantastic. So let's go to the number four
1: party, right? The number four party. I'm going to guess.
0: Well, you got to go only, I guess, in order of the ones you know, right? Because, yeah. So it has
1: to be the Green Party. It is the Green Party. All right. The Green uh, Party started in the 1980s by Ralph Nader. Ralph Nader. So let's talk about the, uh, I have them
0: right here, if we can go to that real quick, the top 10 party values for the Green Party. Uh, it is grassroots democracy social justice and equal opportunity, ecological wisdom, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know, nonviolence, I'm out, decentralization, community-based economics and economic justice, feminism and gender equity, respect for diversity, personal and global responsibility, and future focus and responsibility. You know what? One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, seven of them. I have no idea what they mean.
1: I don't. I think that's the plan. <laughs>
0: right, Shit, dude. Who this, was the Green Party candidate? What was her name in t- oh, 2020? Was it, was it Jill Stein?
1: Was it? Oh, it was, was it? Yeah, I think it was. I, was it Jill Maybe. Stein? Eh, well, who cares? Because she, she pulled worse than Gary Johnson did. Yeah, she did. did, and did and that's what I want to talk okay. about. She was crazy. So, so this party holds left-wing ideology on most important issues with an emphasis on environmentalism, social justice, respect for diversity and peace and nonviolence. And I tell you what, if you saw all the left that would just move over to this party instead, it would almost be a lot better because at least they can be seen for what they are instead of hiding behind the Democrats like they do. Jill Stein. Jill Stein. I was correct. You were correct. So Green Party, right? We got the Green Party. They're ranked number four on my list because I did a little bit of research on this. And it says that they mostly win local level wins. And the most of Green Party candidates that go for higher public office run non-affiliated. For the same reason we just talked about anybody else. Nobody knows the ticket. How many people in the party? You know,
0: in fairness, I have always thought the green party was a little crazy. Seriously. Like whenever I see them, whenever I hear anybody talking about them, I've always thought they
1: were just a and little And I bet off. you there's a bunch of people riding in their car right now going, yes. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Me too, bro.
0: Yeah, I don't. It, like anytime you hear the green party, I'm just immediately like, wackos.
1: So the number four party. Oh, now we're getting tough. how we're getting about getting tough. Got, What's the number? It's got to be. Registered a, Green Party. Under 10,000. No, 405,000. What? Yep. There's 405,000 registered uh, Green Party. You know what? A um, bunch punch up
0: hippie tree huggers up in the Pacific Northwest. Okay.
1: They can't be, right? So what I'm getting at is when you go from 48 million and 36 million so the number three being 693. You know what? You know what? Let me ask number you, though. Number four how being 405. It, how is
0: it that you hear so much about the libertarians and you hear so little about the Green Party if they're only 200,000 less? And what you do hear about the Green Party leads you to believe they're absolutely insane.
1: Well, because I think everyone that's in the Green Party, uh, if they don't want to get this wild, they just claim to be Democrats. Hmm. They're just registered as Democrats. I bet you there's... Millions of real Green Party hearted people in the Democratic Party. That's amazing. Just like there's five million of the next group that we're going to talk about, which is pretty close to your heart. Coming in at number five, the Constitutional Party. Oh, so I was right. The next one was Constitution. <laughs> all right, all right. And that's where I stopped
0: because the number is upsetting. All right, so the Constitution Party here, we got seven principles. And number one, life for all human beings from conception to natural death. Perfect. Freedom of conscience and actions for the self-governed individual, one husband and one wife with their children, as divinely instituted, each individual's right to own and steward personal property without government burden, the founding documents interpreted according to the actual intent of the founding fathers, Everything not specifically delegated by the Constitution of the federal government, nor prohibited by the Constitution to the states, is reserved to the states or to the people. Which amendment is that? That would be the 10th Amendment. That is almost verbatim. Of the Uh, 10th. The 10th Amendment. And the last principle they have here is American government committed to the protection of the borders, trade, and common defense of Americans with no entanglement in foreign alliances. So, okay. All
1: right. I'm on board with all that. But they just want to get back to basics. (sighs) Right? I'm on board with it all. They want to get back to basics. You know, oh, God, man. All right. Go ahead. How many people are in the Constitution Party, Jim, registered? I don't even know anymore. I'm going to say (sighs) 137,000. All right. I mean, you're talking about 335 million in the country,
0: although, what, half of those vote? That's not that great.
1: It's really not that great. I mean, if you add up, you know, the... The, the Green Party, and you're going to throw in the Constitution, and you're going to throw in the Libertarians. Still not even close. <laughs> Still not even, Ross Perot got more votes. <laughs> Still not even close. Than the total number of people there, right? So
0: look up real quick while I'm talking about these. Look up the Independent Party. So just so we know, I have an idea of how many people are actually part of the Independent Party. It's
1: tough to get a number. Why? Because when I when you look up Independent Party, I had some problems with that. Because it says independent party, you know, and then they want to redirect you to every other independent party from Burma to Denmark to, you know, you look up the independent American party, which is the second one. And they call it a far right political party in the United States that was established in 1967. All right. Far right. So let's talk about real quick what their standards are and what they're
0: they call it standards here judo uh, judo (laughs) judo they're throwing each other on mats and shit they're going to the polls they're like are you democrat judeo yeah it's judeo christian heritage traditional family values who can argue with that that's far right patriotism civic duty and good character are essential to personal liberty and happiness for the american people is that far right it is the primary duty of government to protect unalienable rights just interrupt me when we get to the far right part federal government has no constitutional authority to regulate, control, or fund education. These rights belong to the states or the people. They believe in free enterprise economy. The government has no authority to ignore or control the U.S. Constitution. States have the right to regulate anything not mentioned in the Constitution. Environmental protection should be a state, local, or individual responsibility. The Constitution was created from inspiration from God. It is made by and for religious people in the states. It is the supreme law of the land. The sole function of government is to protect life, liberty, and property. It is the responsibility of the people to hold these elected and appointed officials accountable for their oaths. A strong defense establishment is needed for the preservation of our nation. And finally, A sovereign America is necessary. I am telling you right now, as much as I love the Constitution, I am on board with the independent party more than I am on board with the Constitution. So their website is
1: independentamericanparty.org. So I don't have a number. Do you got a number? I don't. That's a problem. All right. So I need to know the number.
0: All right. God, settle down. Independent party, solution party at home. Oh, so who's
1: that? Who's... Ezra Taft Benson. I don't know who
0: that is. Need assistance. Oh, need assistance. There's a phone number. Should I call them right now on air and ask them how many people are in there? I am. Jesus. I'm gonna call them right now. Where are they at? I don't know. Dude, we're it's an gonna, 801. We're gonna get an answering machine. You know what? We're gonna give it a shot. <laughs> we need numbers. If they want right, if they want I me, need if numbers. they want me to come on board with them, let's call them.
1: Okay.
2: Name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you.
0: Pod bless America.
2: The Google subscriber you have called is not available. Please leave a message after the tone.
0: Nobody's working. Hey, this is Jim. Hi. Hello. Hi, Jim. This is Steve. Hey, how are you? So in full disclosure here, we're running a podcast called Pod Bless America, and we're talking about the two-party system right now. We came across the uh, independent party. I guess it's the Independent Party of America. Is that right? Independent American Party. Independent American Party. So we were going through and we were reading. Now, we read uh, the Constitutional Party. We read all of their principles, and we just read yours. And I'll be honest with you that I am probably more on board with the Independent Party than I am any other party, to include the Constitutional Party. Really? One, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we went through and read everything. There's nothing in here that we can seem to find that would lend to you being far right. Right. How you doing, sir? My name's Dan.
2: Hi, Dan. Steve
0: here. Hi, Steve. Well, let me say this then, that the Independent American Party, I am 100% on board with right now. Based on what I know, 100% on board with you guys. But what we're having trouble finding are what your numbers are right now. Do you know off the top of your head what your numbers are for people that are claiming to be members of the Independent American Party? At least close, ballpark it.
2: Okay. We have an emailing list of about uh, 2,200 people. but. If you look at the voting districts, I should say, numbers listed in the voting counties, we have about 60,000 members.
0: <laughs> Crazy. So, your standards here that they have listed, and I, I'm getting this off the AASCU.org, um, where they're talking about the, I guess they probably have eight or nine parties here. They have you listed as being a Judeo Christian heritage, traditional family values. Yeah. Patriotism, civic duty, and good character are essential to personal liberty and happiness for the people of America. It is a primary duty of government to protect unalienable rights. Federal government has no constitutional authority to regulate, control, or fund education. Oh, you are my people. So, (laughs) Uh I mean, this all sounds right. This is all right in line with what you guys believe, yeah? So far? Yeah. So why are we only at uh, 2,200, even 60,000? What is, what's the problem getting this message out on the Independent American Party? And how do we do it? Um, that's an interesting
2: question. I've been a member of the Independent American Party for a number of years. I want to let you know that our chairman just passed away. Oh, I'm sorry uh, to hear that. His name, was, his name is Will Christensen. He took a fall uh, this last Sunday, and he passed away on Wednesday. The person who's next in charge is Patricia Kent. She lives in St. George, Utah. We just had our elections, national committee meetings, and uh, she was elected as our treasurer and first vice president. Why haven't we been at, uh, larger numbers? It could be due to the search engine characteristics or how we've promoted our brand on the
0: internet, my
1: uh, guess is I it's asked. probably not you guys. It's yeah, probably agree the search with engines. But but this is a step in the right direction, having the conversation, and that's what this podcast is about. Is the two party system is really stifling everybody? I mean, if you can give me a minute, I can tell you about some Gallup polling that I had looked up that said that you know thirty five to thirty eight percent of the people identify themselves as moderate. Okay. So uh, there's not much between a moderate and an independent in my mind. There may be a little bit of a difference, but they're all on the same page where they don't want to be affiliated with either side. Does that sound about right? Yeah. And then only 10 percent of the public has a nonpartisan leading 81 percent leading toward one party or the other. And what Jim and I were just going over on this podcast is that, you know, they've had a a stranglehold on this country and this two party system since 1852 for the presidency and 1856 for Congress. And that is ridiculous. Right. So another another Gallup poll found that 31% of Americans identified as Dem, while twenty-five percent identified as Republican, and forty-one percent identify as independent. Now, when someone asks you and you are a registered Republican because that's how you vote in the primaries and all that stuff, and then people come and ask you, you know, how do you lean? And you're like, I'm I'm really independent. I, I go person by person, or but I my dad raised me this way, or my mom wanted me to vote, you know. So I've always been registered as this, yep, but I'm my yep, own person. Yep. That's killing us too. That's a whole nother. Well, I'll
0: tell you what else is killing us is you got the, the old Democrats out there who who are, are old Kennedy Democrats. And that party's dead. There is no more Kennedy Democrats. That party is dead, but they will not let go of the D. They won't let go of the Democratic name. And they vote right down the line every single time because their dad did what? back in 1960. Or the hatred on
1: both sides is so oh. real.
2: Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah yeah if if you look at our platform basically you express your Judeo Christian values in the terms of love and the savior said love your enemies thine enemies right and so that's the wrong way to approach things uh to use hate
1: yeah but that's not the way society's going and you know it you know, no, you see, you all. you see that all, that that churches are, are failing in old neighborhoods left and right, depending on you know who's moving in and out of those neighborhoods. You're seeing the decline and numbers of Catholics, and Christian churches, and and uh, it's 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 coming to a point where that may not be something to hold on to because you're you're never you're never going to win it back unless you believe He's coming back. <laughs> then that's the only time you you plan on winning.
2: Yeah, yeah. So how can I help you, gentlemen?
1: Well, I guess we were calling, we really didn't think you were going to
0: answer, to be honest with you. We figured we were just going to get an answer machine. We were as surprised as you. Uh, we were we were looking for numbers because a lot of these, almost every party we're looking at has numbers listed. We can't find numbers for you anywhere. I'll be honest. I mean, based on what I know here and what I'm reading, I want to send everybody who hears this over to at least look at your website, which is at www.independentamericanparty.org. Correct? Correct.
2: Yes, that's
0: correct. You know, I would like people to at least go look at this. And if this is something you're interested in, at least get on the email. I mean, nothing's nothing saying you got to change your affiliation right now. But let's get on board with this, man, because the Republicans and Democrats are going to destroy this country. And there's going to come a point where we need to break away. And this is third parties, the way to do it. Everybody will tell you that you're wasting your vote. But if everybody who voted for Republicans or Democrats that just didn't want to waste their vote, Would go and quote unquote waste their vote. You guys would be a force to be reckoned with,
1: right?
2: Can I put Uh, your gentleman on hold? Yeah, no, absolutely. Sure, go ahead.
1: We're going to talk a little bit while while you're on hold. Whenever Whenever you come back, appreciate you.
2: Okay, thank you. Yes,
1: sir. I mean, they're holding on to it like they want it to be what it is. And I don't think it's, it's ever going to get there. That's why the moderate party has to be people that are sitting back and, yeah, keep religion out of government. Don't ask me what my religion is. Don't concern yourself with it. I won't preach to you. Don't preach to me like they I want. I want the, this moderate party to be able to come into the center like we know we all are. You see, you can see it in these in these Gallup polls. A hundred percent. You can see it in the Gallup polls. People are just too scared to leave their tribe. You know, agreed. But do you believe your rights have come from
0: somebody? Obviously, where'd your rights come from? Where'd they come from? I mean, you're born with them. You're endowed with them.
1: Yeah, but they're given to you. But that that changes by where you're born on this space rock that's moving through space at a really, really uh, fast rate. I guess. But, you know, (laughs)
0: listen, I'm not the most religious guy. You know that. I'm not but I do believe that your rights are endowed to you by, by your creator, whether it's a God or an alien, whether whoever, right. I, there is a higher power that gives you rights as a human being, that cannot be taken away by government. So I don't know if I'm necessarily opposed to them saying that the Constitution was created from inspiration from God. I'm not the most religious guy, but I don't have a problem with that. And, you know, back when we had religion in school and we had people going to church and kids were being raised in the church, you can say what you want, but we didn't have the problems we have now. People have gotten away. Morality has gotten away. People's ethics, you can't argue the fact that you take church out of society and society goes to Sodom and Gomorrah. Man, it goes quick. And you're never going to convince me, man. You're not. I, I'm not the most religious guy. But I do believe that the Ten Commandments are a good way to live your life.
1: Sure. Thou shalt not kill. Right. Don't commit yeah. adultery. The, the, uh, the shalt honor ones. your yeah. mother and father. And I get it. But it's just, to me, it's, what's funny about it is a couple of years ago, I was really thinking about this still to this day. And you hear me talking about with the moderate party. And this is just kind of an intro to it. And I'm pretty sure that we'll do another show when I really, really focus on the ideas of it. But a couple of years ago, couldn't even, could even have been more than a couple of years ago. I was like, if I was to start a party that can bring both sides together. It should be called the Independent American Party. And I looked them up and I saw that they had those people. I was like, oh, they already got it. They're not going to give it to me because I'm trying to bring people in regardless of your religion, regardless of, you know, your party. Well, I think you're a little different. I think you're coming. You're not necessarily the independent
0: party. You're more, and you've said it, you're the moderate party, right? But I think we should get into your moderate party because it's, it's not the independent party. It's bringing a lot of each side into a third party that can pull that power away from these two. Sure. Steve, you back? Yes. There you are. Hey, if you wouldn't mind, I mean, we can get your information here. I know we kind of put you on the spot here today. I wouldn't mind having you back here, though, when you have a little more time to prepare to talk about the independent party and what you guys believe and, you know, how people can help you guys. Okay. But... I mean, this is
1: this is my thing right here, man. You guys, yeah. When you started reading that, you were like, "Oh, dude." We you read the what? Constitution Party before this, and then he read that. Yeah. And he was like, "Now, when I got to federal government, it has no
0: constitutional authority to regulate, control, or fund education." Um, I mean, it's uh, obviously more than education. It's healthcare. It's labor. It's yeah. You know, well, it's anything. You,
2: you got to remember
0: that the Constitution has listed
2: enumerated powers. And that's the only powers that the government's supposed to have. If you'd read G.R. Mobley's book, Whose Country Is It Anyway?, he talks about how they can't go above and beyond those powers and that we as states and as citizens of the several states created a contract. And he wants to have a meeting where the states look at how the federal government is adhering to the contract. And if you look at the contract and what the federal government is doing, they aren't adhering to it
0: at At all. all. At all. They're not. Absolutely. But we've allowed them to get we've created this monster. We have allowed them to continue this through apathy and ignorance and two party system.
2: You took the words right out of my
0: mouth. For sure. I mean, uh, people don't care. They're going to the polls. They're not voting in the primaries. We get 8 percent turnout at a primary where you have a chance to get these scumbag politicians out. But you don't. And now you're saying, well, you know what? Primaries don't matter. I'm going to go vote in the general. That's the one that matters. By the time you get to the general, you got two bad candidates. So we continue to elect the same bad candidates who are in it for themselves, except in all this lobbyist money. They're not in it for you anymore. They're in it just to make the Leviathan get bigger and bigger and more powerful and more powerful until you can't stop them. And that's where we're at right now. And Steve,
1: one thing I'm wondering is the rules for independents to get on tickets where you're at. We're in Ohio, and I've looked it up trying to do some things myself. And I think I have to have more signatures than the Democrats or Republicans to even get on a ballot. And yeah,
2: that's designed that
1: way. Well, yeah. And I don't know if it's the same where you're at. And I don't know. What state are you in? I'm in New Mexico. Okay. okay. So it's the same out there. I mean, it's got to be the same all the yeah, way around. We have,
2: yeah. We have to have 5% of the uh, number of voters that voted in the general election for governor.
1: Wow. Or president. And then, like, the, I think DeWine in Ohio only needed 1,000 to get on the ballot. Is that right? Yeah. There was a lady walking around the club with the signature sheet. Jeez, man.
0: But you need 5%. That's, that's five not too many. No, no, it's not too many at all. But you know what? He's a Republican. Hey, status quo. Let's just keep status quo, make it as easy as we can for them. So, all right. Well, listen, I see here that we can stay connected with you. Are you You guys still have a Facebook presence? Oh, yeah. We have a Facebook presence in all 50 states. Okay. It's Independent American Party, right? It's Facebook at Independent yeah. American Party. And then Twitter um, looks like you are at I-N-A-M Party, I-N-A-M Party, uh, Twitter, if that's
2: right. Uh, that could be. I'm not familiar with that. I'm not the president. I'm not the chairman. I am a phone answering guy.
0: Yep. No, I I get it.
2: Emails. (laughs) I do the emails and stuff like that to help out. That's my part that I'm doing to help the party.
0: No, I get it. And uh, just know you're in friendly territory here. This is no uh, there's no gotcha stuff here. You are definitely in friendly territory uh, with everything that you guys believe.
1: He's gonna be like, Hey Martha, I was on a podcast last night. <laughs> exactly. It's it's almost nine o'clock our time, so I'm pretty sure it's a little bit earlier for him. Yeah, yeah. It's only uh <coughs> yeah. let's see, New Mexico, it's only
0: what, uh seven o'clock there? Yeah, nine to seven.
1: Yeah. So just make sure you deliver good when when that person you talk to says, What was the name? You say Pod Bless America. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, yeah. When they ask you what the name was, you can't just say Pod Bless America. You gotta be like Pod Bless America, <laughs> just like God bless America. <laughs> So you guys don't have
2: uh, any particular time to come on. You just have a channel that you have different topics on that you put out there. Yep, for your correct. Listeners. So right. what we
0: do is we drop a new show every Monday, uh, every Monday at 8 a.m. We drop a new show. So, well,
2: like, like I said, our chairman just passed away and he's been involved in politics for over 50 years. Uh, our horrible. vice president. Yeah. Uh, he was such a good man. Uh, very knowledgeable, and he's ran for various offices, and he knew how to persuade people to vote for him rather than him, his opponent. And he'd run on a shoestring budget, and
0: he, he'd do miracles. Well, New Jersey's um, proven that works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the guy that um, won there, the one the guy the guy that beat the senator there in New Jersey spent what what did he spend? Dan, $153? Yeah, literally
1: guy, literally just a
0: filing yeah, fee. The other guy spent a million dollars. He spent 153 and he won. Oh, really? Yeah. I was thinking you were talking about Joe Biden. <laughs> oh gosh. Let's not listen, we don't have time <laughs> to get into Joe Biden. Oh, uh, if you listen to our show though, you'll we we talk about the federal <laughs> federal government quite a bit. I think that people need to do some studying what
2: the Constitution says, but they ought to read the debates on the Constitution in the several states, and also the resolutions of 1798. Uh, Both Jefferson and Madison, uh, the Kentucky and uh, Virginia resolutions, if you read those, they saw the problems of our day, and they knew how to take care of it. Now, some people call it just nullification. Uh, such as Tom Woods from the Mises Institute. But Jefferson, I think, had a little bit different twist. He said, Yeah, you nullify it, but you want to review what the federal government's doing with regards to the contract because it was a compact that the states made with, between themselves to create this monster that we have now that's gotten out of control.
0: 100%. Do you think we can bring it back? Do you think we can bring back? Do you, you think, think do you think the horse is out of the barn? Yeah. you think it's out of the barn? Do you think we can bring uh, back the federal government?
2: It, I believe the horse is out of the barn. So do I. But I believe that if the states would rally around, the, the governors would say, we need, or the legislators in the state would say, we need and we can corral this wild
0: horse that we've got
1: my man you're you're gonna get jim
0: all excited talking my man listen this is what i've been preaching for the last well uh, on this podcast this is what i've been preaching online that the way to win this country back is through the states you need to start getting rid of the dead weight in your state legislatures start electing legislators that understand state sovereignty that are willing to stand up to the federal government and say look no more you know what? Keep your highway funds. We're going to take care of Ohio. We don't need you. If we get attacked by Canada, we'll call you, right? We don't need you yeah. to get involved in our lives <laughs> right now. That is 100%. Yeah. I think there's. it doesn't matter who we send to Congress right now. I think the federal government is too yeah. big. It's too far out of control. The way to win this yeah. is for every state to take their sovereignty back, 100%. Yep.
2: I agree with you 100% on that,
0: too. Man, I'm telling you. this All is
2: right. So, all right. Would you would you mind if we had more than just me on there? No, I absolutely think, not. Uh, Patricia Kent is our acting chairman right now. Mm-hmm. She's our first vice president, and she's a very knowledgeable lady. Uh, she's been in law enforcement. She's been in publishing business. She's just one
0: smart lady.
1: Okay. What's her last uh, name? Kent. Kent.
0: K E N T. Okay. So yeah, we'll set it up. We'll have both of you guys. on Yeah, here. we got
1: your email, and we'll start. We'll start sending some stuff back and forth. But we got we got to cut it loose here. We're on a time. Yeah, for okay. sure. All right. Hey, Steve, thank
0: you so much. I appreciate you.
2: You're welcome. And D- it was Dan and who, Jim. Your first
1: name. It's Jim. Jim and Dan. Yeah, Jim and okay. Dan from Pabless America. Yep. Okay. All right. Thank you. Hey, thank you, sir, brethren. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. Take care Thanks of yourself. For calling. All right. Bye bye. God bless. Bye bye. Man, when that dude woke up this morning, he didn't expect to be talking to us. <laughs> dude, huh? I didn't expect it. I swear to God, I thought that was going to go straight
0: to voicemail. He's like, hello. I'm like, uh, right- that's good stuff, man. You know what?
1: That's I- what it's about. I mean, we had someone here earlier today that was saying that these conversations... Are important. They These are conversations important. are the difference. These conversations are what you know. I'm gonna start prank calling everybody here pretty soon. Every, <laughs> we're just gonna every, call every Thursday, blue, every Thursday episode drop is gonna yeah. be a prank call, <laughs> and we're just gonna be like, "Where do you stand?" Right? I'm gonna dial. I'm Dude. gonna dial. Hold on. 447. 330- <laughs> 447- okay, so we're gonna call that number, and then we're gonna be like, oh, "What's your name?" How, how'd you vote? Welcome to Pod, bless America. You're on. Dude, what did that guy think when he's like, hello? I'm
0: like, this is Jim. I'm dead for Pod, bless America. He's like, wait, what? He probably thought it was a recording. Like, <laughs> Listen, I know you're not on board with the religion thing. I get that. But not everything else he said, dude, when he started talking about how the federal government's lost and the only way to take a back is through the states. Oh. All right, so listen, let's get out of here.
1: Uh, it, just to say the, the two-party system is, is sucking the life out of America, and not to say that you can't make a, a third party that's going to come and take over and, and steal of the thunder and and, and take the power away from both parties. And if you let it go long enough, it'll get corrupted too. Don't act like, I don't know that Right, right? right. it'll happen. Absolutely. It will. And you know, I wouldn't have a problem voting for the
0: Republican party. If the member created platform is what they truly believe to what they truly did. Things like government should be smaller and fucking smarter and more efficient. And that, Paycheck should not be wasted on poor. What you're saying is
1: conservative them. values. Yes. I mean,
0: if they were to actually do this stuff instead of just talking about it every election cycle, I'd be a whole lot more inclined to vote for them. But you know what? They're part of the problem. Just like the leftists are. Just like the Democratic Party is. They're both. They are killing this country. And everybody knows it. I don't know why third parties aren't getting their due now at this point. They're about to. Well, I hope so. And I want to have this guy on. I really do. I'm all about this independent American party.
1: I think I might, ooh, I might change. I was mad they stole my name a couple years ago when I was like, <laughs> this is it. This is what I'm named, my party. And then now that, you know, uh, I, we yeah, talk about you, the moderate party. I you, mean, when people say we need to get the moderates mm-hmm. in here, they're about to meet them. But now you talk to the guy, he's a pretty nice guy. He can't be mad anymore.
0: All right, so listen, we are out of here. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. And Pod bless America. See you guys next time.